Hello guys, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. So, um, I think this episode, I need to be real with you guys about boys, stupid, smelly boys, C-name boys. Uh, Okay, everyone's always like, it's the J-names you have to watch out for. Nah, man, it's the C names. I, mm-mm. No, thank you. Ren. So, with me saying this, me and my partner did split up. Like, 24 hours ago, type split up. I'm recording this on the 14th. So, we broke up yesterday, because math. But... It's one of those things that I know it's going to be the best for me. It's one of those things where it was a decision that was, I don't want to say it was a snap decision because I did talk to a few people about it before I did. There was a situation that happened. I wasn't okay with it. And then I thought about if I was in other situations, how would that play out? And that terrified me. Then I realized, holy shit, he terrifies me. So then I ended up dumping him. Very nicely, though. I'm not mad at him. I don't hate him. He's a really great individual. I am just someone that cannot accept the love that he's willing to give. That's how I'm going to put that. Um, and I had a lot of my friends during this time check up on me. I had people that I haven't talked to in months check up on me. I had his friends checking up on me. Like, I had a lot of people being like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm fine. Like, I'm making the situation because I'm standing firm in my boundaries. I'm standing firm in who I am. And because of that, I'm not, like, violently upset over it. And then I realized, everyone's wondering if I'm okay. Because they realize that my last breakup was so awful that I completely reinvented myself. Because, like, I think I, I told a lot of people, like, I'm doing really well. Like, I'm doing really great mentally. But the first, like, two or three weeks of that breakup, I disassociated so heavily. I distinctly remember one time standing in my school cafeteria, walking to the checkout line to get some water, and I thought to myself, none of this is real. During this time, I lost about 10 pounds. Um, huge chunks of my hair, and I lose my hair whenever I'm really stressed out. I isolated myself from everyone I knew. It was so weird to sit here and realize people did see me struggling. People did see how I was, but I was too stuck up 
in my way of being like, no, I'm perfectly fine. I'm okay. Oh, nothing's wrong. I'm fine. To be able to admit out loud, no, I'm struggling. No, I feel awful. And of course, like after two or three weeks, I stopped like looking in a black window and seeing him behind me. You know what I'm talking about? Like when you look in a window and you can see your face in it, I would then like think he was behind me. That was scary as shit, y'all. I think I sound like a crazy person talking about this, but at the end of the day, one thing I've said that I saw on TikTok, because of course I saw it on TikTok, um, and I said this to the guy that I just broke up with, was to be heartbroken is to know you were loved. And for me, what that means is to be so utterly destroyed by someone no longer being in your life shows that you were loved, you were cared about, and you did feel that. And I also came to a really big realization that I wanted to talk about with him on the podcast. <clears throat> so I want to talk about it on the podcast before we broke up. But it was how when you don't know better, you cannot do better. And what I mean by that is in a lot of relationships, I was blatantly mistreated. And so I don't know how to be a good girlfriend because whenever he's being a good boyfriend, I would sit there and be like, what the fuck is your problem? He was like, what do you mean? I was like, what did you do? And I would just be short and dismissive and grumpy because every time that I showed that emotion to someone I loved, the like every time I showed joy, happiness, excitedness, ecstaticness with a person that I loved and this person that claimed to love me came back and shut me down, what that taught me this happened from like a very early age like ever since I was like 13 this has been happening so because I don't know better I can't do better so I would then in return shut him down that's me taking responsibility for my actions there that's me saying it like it is I can't blame that on me being like hangry I can't blame that on me having too much of an energy drink that day that was just what I did and it was fucked up and so I also broke up with him because not only do I not deserve what happened to me and I was terrified, but because he deserved better than what I could give him. And I need time to learn how to love another individual without being a shitty human being to them before I jump into another relationship. Which sounds really logical. So, I also think it's so weird, like, before you break up with somebody and you go to one of your friends and you're like, I don't know if I should be with him anymore. And they're like, well, yeah, here's everything you did that I didn't actually like, and I'm going to list it all out to you in a very short period of time, so I make you sound like you were actually crazy. And then you're like, oh my god, what? Why did I why did I put myself through that? Why did I stay? 
think of because you had on your rose-colored glasses. Your glasses were so rosy that you didn't know what the fuck was going on. When you took them off. When someone rips them off of your face, then you're like, oh, oh, you're right, I do deserve better. And I feel this way about a lot of my breakups, but again, I don't hate him. I don't spite him. I, I haven't even, like, unfollowed him. The worst I did was I removed him from my Snapchat, but that's only because he was my number one best friend on it, and I didn't want his face to pop up. Or him to, like, snap me. Which I think is a very logical thing. Which is the equivalent of his face popping up. But no, I think I'm, 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 mm, I know I'm really proud of myself for staying strong and firm in my boundaries. And at the end of the day, there is a bright side to everything. And the bright side of this is that I still know who I am. I still have respect for myself. And I still have my friends. Like, never, there was a little short period of time, but there wasn't a lot of time where I just isolated myself from this relationship and completely made my life revolve around his life. Like, I still kept my life, God, myself, my friends, my family, him. Because that's how I believe that my life should run. And yeah, there were times I prioritized him a little bit more. And there were times I prioritized my friends a little bit more. But I think me staying true to who I am made this split so much easier and so much harder. Because it's like, wow, I lost this person that like genuinely respected me for who I am to an extent. Because if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. And I'm not going to air up dirty laundry on my podcast. That's messy. That's too messy. Like, I'll air up my own personal dirty laundry about, like, what I do in my free time. Um, but, yeah. It was just very much, it's, it's kind of difficult because it's like, wow, this person was so amazing. And then. I just keep getting reminded of things. I'm like, oh, that was uncalled for. That wasn't cool. I wasn't okay with that. And then swallowing that pill and moving on. I think that's the, like, hardest part is, like, having everyone check up on me. Be like, are you okay? Cause, like they all know that something is gonna go wrong something's going to be wrong oh like, damn damn y'all like i think i had like 30 people text me yesterday are you okay i had someone text me they're like if he hurt you i swear to god i'll kill him i was like no chill out chill out friend 
I'd, let's all let let's all take a deep breath. And I also every time that I have to leave someone's life, I try so hard not to cry in front of them. Which you know can very easily spin it as she doesn't regret it. She hates me. She hates what I stand for and what I do and all that blah 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 blah. But in reality, what it is, is I don't want the last memories someone has of me as me sobbing. Like, ugly crying. I will leave it with a hug and a joke. That way, I at least leave some positive thing from that day with that person. But... I'm also not gonna, I'm not about to be like, well, you know, I'm single, so I'm depressed. That's not what all these next episodes are about to be. Um, But I think the reason that I focused on my last breakup so much was because the image I was putting out on other people wasn't the image of how I was really feeling and what I was really experiencing. Because I don't think after this breakup I'm going to dissociate and literally see his face in in windows. I don't think he's going to be in a lot of dreams. It was so fucking creepy. Like, I, ooh. You know, like, we might run into each other at the place that we met. But it's like, the chances of that happening now are, like, kind of slim. And it's just like, this is what moving on feels like. And it's also understanding that no one I've dated is evil. Except for perhaps one person. I can't tell you guys how excited I am to graduate, leave Davie County, and make a podcast episode about what happened. And the one person that I've dated that I physically cannot be around for long periods of time. I don't want to give too much away because this episode is like a year out. My god, watch that be like the first episode I drop before I end up going to, oh my gosh. But I think it is incredibly important to be honest about how I'm feeling and if this is still really affecting me in like a month I'll bring it back up but I have other things happening I have other things planned I have other things that we got to talk about and that's okay but going back to I think the reason I focused on my last break so much is because I wasn't being true to myself and also because I didn't know who I was I had to completely reinvent myself like, I, I literally had to reinvent myself. Because I got so caught up in who he was. That I no longer identified as Cat. I identified as an extension of him. So. Yeah, enough of breakups and shit like that. Because... It's just going to be me for a while. I'm a strong, independent girl boss. And I have 
some of the best friends ever. And I've got, y'all, I got church. I went back to my home base church instead of his church for like the first time yesterday, the day we broke up, which I brought him. Okay. The day that we broke up, um, I went to that church again. And holy shit. Literally. Like holy. Holy shit. It was amazing. And it had been so long. I was like, oh, I miss this so much. So. I got me. I got God. I got my family. I got my friends. So overall, I got this. If you are going through a breakup, you are not alone. You are allowed to be depressed. You are allowed to grieve. You are allowed to be sad. You are allowed to be upset. You are allowed to come and ask for help. Whether that's with me, if it's really bad, you can call the suicide hotline number at 988. I am always here for you. You're loved by me, and maybe not a stinky boy, but I love you. (laughs) You have worth. You are beautiful. You are handsome. You're intelligent. You're ambitious. This has been another episode of Let's Talk About It.